Amazing. Jesse. Welcome to Cherry Time, Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you for being with me. You can get involved by going to the chat line, uh, YouTube chat line, and we can respond to your questions and comments. How y'all doing? Good. I'm glad you showed up. It's raining and it's Super Bowl. Who you have money on today, Ed? No money, but I'm a New England fan. You're a New England fan? Yeah. But you live in L.A. Yeah, I know, but I like the old guy winning. Kind of feel feel connected to the guy. Backstabber. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to win? I, 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 I would bet on New England if I had money. Oh, you would? Yeah. Amazing. I don't think there's anything that guy hasn't seen. You know, he's seen every possible But isn't he kind of old now? Yeah, that's why I'm going for him. Oh, that's, that's why you're going yeah, for him? exactly. Oh. He, if, I wish I was as old as 41 again. Oh, yeah? How old are you now? <laughs> old enough. Amazing. That's pretty old. <laughs> when you they the, say old enough, it means that they passed 60. You know the dirt, <laughs> you know the dirt under the grass? I'm older than that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, who's going to win, Martin? New England. New England? Yeah. Oh, you guys are in for a surprise. Maybe. L.A. team going to beat. I don't know, because they're losers. And every time you think the loser going to lose, he's going to win, I think. So you believe the uh, other team will win, the Patriots? Yeah. Amazing. So here's what I want to talk about. Oh, any questions or comments about anything? Remember, you got to start coming with questions and comments and testimonies and things like that. I don't want you left those other preachers who just preached to you and you learn nothing. Nothing changed. So make sure you come with questions and don't make no, another person your leader. All right. We are fellowshipping together. So let me take here first and then over there. And then Cheryl. OK. OK. So. uh I think I've been serving God and uh, expecting to get something back from him. And what did you want back? <laughs> a bunch of different things at different points. <laughs> and so there, there's promises in the Bible. And my question is, is there should we expect anything from God? No, no, uh-uh. Even though there's promises in the Bible that say that he will do this and he's always going to do that. And the reason you shouldn't expect anything because you're going to be seeking him for things and not for the real reason. Mm-hmm. Believe me, that's going to be a problem. So how do, you, how do you reverse that and seek him for the real reason and not seek him for ex- expecting the things that he promises you? Right. What are you expecting from him? Uh... Uh, an amazing life, you know, that uh, <laughs> success, you know, the things of this world, I guess, you know. Uh, and that's why you're seeking him? I don't, that's not the only reason, but the thing, the promises in the Bible, I, I feel like have, you know, it says bring the whole tithe into the storehouse and there will be so much blessing that there won't be room enough to store it. Right. right. And I've been tithing for years and years now. To another and, church? Yeah. Are you tithing here? Yes. Oh, good. And you my bring the whole tithing here? Yeah, totally. Right, keep on doing it. And my storehouse, <laughs> what I'm saying is, doing this for years and years and years and years, yeah. my storehouses aren't overflowing. And I, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it says, and that's a promise 
And it says to test God in that, you know? Amazing. That's like one of the only th- times it says to test God in the Bible. And so what I'm saying is, how can you, like, not expect something when he says to test him in it and it's not your reality? Amazing. What do you say there, Brenda? I am waiting for the answer. <laughs> <laughs> Are you doing the same thing? Uh, let Brenda have a mic there. Are you doing the same thing, Brenda? Um, not in the same way, but I, I guess that I guess that you look at riches differently. Like it's not just uh, material things. So I just I don't know. I guess I just trust that God has a plan for me, and it may not be riches in the in the usual sense. But for example, a lot of my friends don't women have been married but never had children. And they're getting to a point in their life where they're wondering if that was the right choice to make. To and, get married or not have children? Excuse me? What, what, what choice? To, to oh, not have children. They are getting married, but they, not they having have children. children. Oh. They, ha- they are married, oh, okay. and they've reached an older age. Right. And now they're looking at their life and going, what do I have? Right. And I have riches. I have grandchildren and children, and they are they give me riches in my life beyond what I could have imagined. And so for me, it's like there's other things besides being rich. Right. So. And are you expect, as a, did you become a Christian, expecting something from God? Um, I think I did early on, back when I thought I was so smart. <laughs> <laughs> and what made you expect something then? Just like he said, because that the scriptures sort of imply that. Like yeah. if, if you do what you're supposed to do, you will have riches and you look at other people that are extremely i don't know elon musk you know he's got a whole lot of money i don't know what kind of life he lives but i don't know you know i don't know if well i know a guy for example that ed used to work with who has made a whole lot of money and he's not a spiritual guy at all right so then you kind of go well why is this fair you know but my again, again my life is full of other riches so i don't I think that's just the way it was meant to be. And so your life is full of riches with your kids and all that kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. I don't like my kids. They're a headache. <laughs> well, mine are a headache sometimes, too. <laughs> I still think that I'm blessed. Uh, so let me tell you this. Your motivation is wrong. Oh, let me ask the Bible go to God. He'll tell you. Right here, right next to you. Um, what's your motive for seeking God? To get stuff. Is it for real? No. Oh. No, it isn't. But it, but like most others, it used to be, yes. And why was it at one time? Because I didn't have any stuff. Oh. And so you're kind of like <laughs> seeking, you know, you're seeking help in that department. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's not your motive anymore? No. Did he give you stuff? Yes, he did. Oh, now you're satisfied? Pretty much. And did you find God? Uh, no. Oh, you got the stuff, but not God. Right. That's what happened. <laughs> Give him your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so your motive is, the, the purpose of finding uh, the one to be with God is to return to the Father and have love. And then with perfect love, all things will be added. It shouldn't ever be things first, or at yeah. all, really. And I'm not yeah. saying that that is my 
singular motive. I'm it just saying that there is at all. there is promises in the Bible that God's like, I'm going to do this and give you all this and do all that. And like, I've been a Christian my whole life, and yeah. I feel like recently I've been getting wise, you know, coming here. And uh, I thank you for that because yeah. there's some things that are falling into place and clicking in and. I'm realizing that I have been expecting things from God a yeah. lot. And I'm wondering now should they have put that in the Bible? Right. So if you if you find God, I'm gonna give you all this stuff. Because it will mess with your motivation if you don't know what's going on. So how did, so given all that in the Bible, you're supposed to just not expect any of it to prosper in your life or, or to, to, to happen. You're just supposed to serve God, seek, seek God, and, and have n- nothing. Right. You're supposed to just be. See, in that fallen state, you're not a living being. Mm-hmm. You want all this stuff. Your right. ego is at work, right? When you become a son or a daughter of God, you're supposed to just be. Expecting nothing because you have perfect peace and nothing is missing. You just be. But if you have any other motive, your ego is in the way you're not going to find God. Mm-hmm. Because the ego is something else. It'll make, you, it'll make you feel like a Christian or righteous. It'll, it'll make you feel that way, and then it'll come back and confirm it for you on the inside. And so a lot of people don't really realize how the ego is working. The ego can make you think you learned something. And all you have done is heard me say it or heard someone say it, and you find yourself repeating it, and it'll confirm for you that you know, and you think the confirmation comes from God. So the whole thing is for the ego to die because it can really deceive you. It's really, and it's so clever, it's like a monkey, a clever monkey. White people can't say monkey. (laughs) Y'all scared to say monkey. But it, it, it just, it's so deceptive. That's why you really, 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 really got to know yourself so you can see what's going on. Um, the one thing about God, once you become his son or daughter, he will take care of you. But you wouldn't be expecting anything because it doesn't feel like anything is missing. So you wouldn't, it doesn't feel like you're missing money or missing friends or or missing, uh, bring them into your purpose and all that. Some people are seeking God to try to find a purpose. That's a wrong way to do it too. Because he said your, your talent will find you. You don't have to seek him for that. It'll automatically find you. You, ha- uh, you have to change your motive. So how does one s- seek God without expecting anything? Right? Like, so By, that's changing your motive. By letting every thought go. Right. Because Satan give you all those motives. You read that in the Bible, and then he said, you don't have anything. And you're like, yeah, I want to be an actor. Okay. He's like, well, seek God, and God will make you an actor. Mm-hmm. And then you seek God, but it's for these lies that he's telling you. When, before God changed my heart, I want, as a kid, I just wanted to know what it was like to be a son of God on earth before you die. Because it says that once you find God, you become his son, and all is well. And as a little kid, I used to wonder, what is that like to be his son? So I've never wanted anything but to be his son. And I've read all that other stuff in the Bible, too, the windows the of blessings and all that. Yeah, all the promises. So so what do you do with that, then? 
you let it pass. You don't you don't take it for the truth that it says it is. And, right. And and if it's not quote unquote apparent in your life, then that doesn't mean that you're not with God. That's or, right. Yeah. <laughs> you have to let that pass. That's ego. And that's the wrong purpose. You want to return home to the Father. Mm-hmm. You want your soul back. And just be. So what? Just be. Just be. Do you know how to just be? I've been doing that lately. How do you just be? You just. Well, like you said, you doubt every thought. You seek first the kingdom of heaven in his in his right way, and all will be added. And but you still have you still have a motive, though. All right. Well, how do you just be then? You just with no motive or anything. Yeah. You should have any expectation about anything. That's all ego. It is selfish. Uh huh. And that's it? If I Just had have a zero expectation that, in life? If I had a son that went away from me, mm-hmm. and then my son found out that I have a lot of stuff, and he want to come back to me, pretending that he want to be back with me, the father, but he really want my stuff, I won't let him come back. So... Just be and have zero expectation Doubt in every everything. Thought. Yeah, in everything. And that's even if someone made life. you a promise. If Mark said, "All right, I'm going to give you my car next week," but God's promises are different than some man's promise. In what way? Right? Are they not? I mean, they're God. It's God's promise. <laughs> Meaning what? Meaning that God is different than a man. In what way? In every way. I mean, he made man's. He's the creator. But how is God different, though? If Mark made you a promise he's going to give you a car this Monday, would you be expecting that? Not necessarily. Well, then the same thing with God, then. Don't expect it. Wait and see. It is so much fun living that way. And I, I Because have... it's amazing what he will do. Everything is so unexpected. Yeah. Really I feel like I'm, I'm like teetering, teeter, teetering, like Are zero, you expe- too? zero expectation and wanting God's promises and just being, but still ex- wanting things from God. And, but I don't know. It's like, is it a process, or well, do you think you can just, boom, just like no, that? No, it's not a process. It boom. happened instantly. Instantly. Yeah. At the twinkling I'm forgiving of my eye. mother, forgiving my father. But I'm your motivation is still wrong. Yeah. And Satan is using your motivation to deceive you. And I feel that, and I want to overcome that. So and, doubt him. And just be with zero expectation. And, and, and yeah, and don't hang on to the stuff you read in the Bible about all the stuff he's going to do for you. Mm-hmm. Just be his son. Just come back to love. You want to be, everything should be about love only. Love conquers all. And if you notice, everything will pass away, but love is everlasting. It will never pass away. All right. But your motive is still wrong. You think you're tricking, tricking, uh, trick, 
twicked God. You're fooling him. You're yeah. like giving tithes. You're like read the Bible. You're doing all these things. Yeah. But you have a hidden motive. Which is that I want something from God. Yes. How do I know that the desires of my heart have not been given from God? Good question. Get to know yourself. Which is what because I feel God like I've is, been doing. God is not going to make you want something. It's Satan who made you want something. He's God is perfect love. Perfect love don't make you want anything. Perfect love is, and it takes care of, provides everything. You just need perfect love. You need to return to love. Okay. What's wrong? Basically, the way I have been conducting my life uh, has been uh, experimenting with, like, a way, right? And I've been experimenting with my life in your the way that you say should be it should be gone. You know well, how like, you experimenting? What do you mean? Like taking it on, like doing it all like that. And oh. but I but I, you're right. There is this thing in my head that like if I do what Jesse's saying, that I will have this life that I think I want or whatever. Right. This this idea of how my life should be. And what I'm quote unquote called to do in this life, but I have no idea, and right. I don't know what I want. And right? since you don't know, that's a good place to be in. And so, and you can't test God. What does that mean? Test God? Been ex- you know experimenting like 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 bringing like doubting every thought like you're, and not trusting any of them. But well, how are you testing God? By doubting thoughts? By giving tithes year after year after year after year and not having a storehouse overflowing. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I used to do that. I remember I, used, I was a member at Christian Christian Center before I started here. And I used to give, my when I got my taxes, I used to give 10% of my the tax money I got back. Nothing came back to me. I was like, where my money then got? <laughs> right. It's the wrong motive. Even in your giving, I'm a reason. Even for though you it says in the Bible that you should test God in this aspect. It says test God in yeah, or does it say test the spirits? It's it's I don't know. It says test God or test spirit, whatever. Does it say test God? It's in like what? Malachi yeah. Oh, yeah. three or something. But how do you test God? It says by bringing the whole tithe into the storehouse. And your but, storehouse will be overflowing. Right? But that's all ego, though. That's ego deceiving you. Because you give and not... You're supposed, God said when you give, it's supposed to be done in secret. Right. You know, nobody's supposed to know about it. Yes. Not even your ego should know about it. Don't let the left hand know what the right, right. hand's doing. Yeah. But that's not your motive, though. You're giving because you're testing him. To get back something. It says in the word that you will get stuff back, right? Is it not I like... I have never read... I mean, yeah, it does say that, but now that you've mentioned it, it's the wrong motive, though. Maybe we're with the right motive, which so, is a So what motive. is the right motive? Love? To love God with all your heart, soul, and might, along with nothing else. And I feel like I am doing that. It's not a feeling. That is the way I have been conducting my I life. I know. I understand that. You got to let it all go. And I'm I'm trying to do it all. And but and, you got the wrong motive. 
Yeah. So I want to change my. Uh, so okay. So I can't change my motive. I've got. Oh, a, that's right. Is that is that what it is? You're I can't do it, it right now by admitting you have the wrong motive uh-huh. and just watch it'll change by itself. Because of you myself, I can do nothing. Right. Only God's going to do that's it. That's right. And I've been want like I've been desperately wanting to change because like this ain't right. What was we been, don't what's desperately want to change. Just see that as you, you need to change. It'll change. Okay. Because desperation means that you don't want to suffer. You want this more. It's still the wrong motive. I've been a Christian my whole life. And How old are tithing, you? I'm 27. That's not a whole life. <laughs> it's my that's whole experience. It's my whole life. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not a whole life. A whole life when you get to be as age. Old enough? That's a whole life. <laughs> Older than dirt and even the grass that's in the dirt. But uh, so I'm not supposed to take into any consideration any promise that the Bible has. That's right. Says. Absolutely. How does that make any sense? Because Satan will use it against you. He will frustrate you mm-hmm. when you take into consideration frustration, what the Bible definitely. said you got to get, and you don't get it, then you become frustrated. Right, and I and I've been. Quote, unquote, living the life, being a Christian, talking to God with strangers, feeding the homeless, tithing every Sunday, more than 10%. And none of that going to work. None of it's working. The motive is wrong. It's all wrong. Yes. But I'm, quote, unquote, on the outside, this Christian died, this living the life. <laughs> living the lie? I guess. Did you say living the lie? I said life. Oh, no. Lie. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, some a, some ain't working. Right. Some's not lining Whoever up. Whoever taught you that, they taught your intellect, which is not of God. That's the Southern Baptist Church. Oh, take it back. No, that's so wrong. You got to let all that go, man. All right. And I feel like I'm like right there. or I am letting it go. You right where? Like on the, like... Isn't this so interesting? I am Most letting it go. Like this. I am letting it go. And I, let it's it just what go? Like my my expectations and, and I, I'm dying to my ego and like having no idea of what my life is supposed so to be. So if that's true, why aren't you relaxing? I am relaxing and I'm doing the silent <laughs> prayer. I'm doing the silent prayer and I guess I'm not seeing the results that I think I should be seeing. What result do you think you should see? The material stuff. That is an aspect, yes. That's not the result you think you should see. Oh, you should be thinking you should see. Mm -hmm. The result is you want to become a son of God. And these quote-unquote desires of my heart are all from Satan. Yes. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Even though it says God will give you the desires of your heart in the Bible. Right, but not that kind of desire. Right. You'll get it, but it'll be the right way. It wouldn't be a motive. And the right way is to just be. Just be. Seek first the kingdom of God in his right way. Yes. Have zero expectation about anything and And get to know yourself, and you're going to see within yourself how the ego is operating. How it's trying to make you think this is that, and that is this, and you want this, and, and, <laughs> and confirming this for you, confirming that. Like the ego made you think you were a Christian by helping the homeless, telling people about God and all that, when it was all ego. Almost every day got conversations with people, and and they're just, like, lit up, and, like, there's a fire in their eyes, because, like, we're talking about God. They're probably so mad at you. 
<laughs> no, I mean, I hope you guys they're like away. so low energy and then they go away like super high energy. And I know it's not me and it's totally God doing it. No, God was not getting them super high. <laughs> Their ego was getting them. I'm telling you, this ego thing is something else, folks. It really is. I've been like researching how to die to your ego. What is the ego? Like all in, I don't Get to know yourself. Watch yourself and you will see the ego. Yeah, that's what I, I forgave my mom. I forgave my, like, <laughs> you, 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 you're, you're saying, like, forgive your mom and boom, your life's going to change like that. Right, Drop but, the anger, overcome the anger, and boom, your life's going to change just like that. But the thing and is, things are, I guess, little bitty changing, but I just don't perceive it, maybe. Maybe the greatest changes are like, you know, why you don't see it or perceive it because you still have expectations in your head the way things should be of what to get. You That's, I, I think so. Yeah, I, I, I'm Every, holding on to these promises that God right. promises me. You got to let all that. This go. is what your life will be if you follow me. Or. I have to honestly tell you in 29 years of waking up, not one thing has happened in my life that I expected. Not one thing. Not one I owed of a thing has happened. It's been mind-blowing. It's been amazing. It's been wonderful. But nothing that I expected to happen happened in 29 years. It was greater than my expectation. And so I just know not to expect anything. Just live. Just be. Okay. So let all that go that you read in the Bible about what you expect. All and right. then you hear the Christian get up and, and give a testimony I was down and out, and I needed $50, and the Lord just gave me $50. Oh, I got your cloth or your oil in the mail, and I put some of that oil on, <laughs> and the Lord gave me $50 out of nowhere, and everybody go, praise the Lord. That's your expectation. They're right. setting I, you up. I feel like I, I I got an understanding of what to do. Yeah. And I, I, I think I have been doing it. <laughs> if you got to think you have, it means you haven't. I've been, I've been just being. and No, you haven't. You are frustrated just being person. Just being is total relaxation. It's total peace. It's total no expectation. It's amazing what, what you see and what's going on. And, and, and that's what just being is. I hate to tell you that because you're going to uh -huh. try that now. <laughs> I, I just... Well, you've been told all wrong about religion, man, about God, about Christianity. It's totally opposite of what you've been told. So go the other way. All right? It's totally wrong what you've been told. It's all ego what you've been told. I just want this life that God says that he's going to give his child, you know? No, I, that's not what you should want. Well, why not? You just want return to the Father. It should be your want. When I returned to the Father or he brought me back to him, I was fed up trying to get back. Like, I it want to be a son working. of God, like you're saying. Right. That, that's what your desire. That's, I so want to be a then. son of God. Let go of all your expectations. Let go of everything. Stop the fight. Stop fighting. You can't make it happen. I know that. Well, then calm down. <laughs> Smoke a joint. I've tried that. I know. <laughs> I'm just teased about smoking a joint. Don't smoke a joint. 
Now that I hear somebody now, Jesse told me to smoke a joint. I was relaxing. But it's really, I totally understand what you're dealing with and where you're coming from, but you got to relax, let all that go. And, and so he can, he'll make your motivation right. You can't even make that correct for yourself. You just, you need to see it's wrong and he will make it right. And it's he who allow you to see that it's wrong. Right. Right. And so just get to know yourself. It all change by itself. That's my prayer and my hope. I mean, that's. Would stop the dope <laughs> with your hope. <laughs> All right, relax. You're gonna be fine. I'm right. Just, uh, just relax, and take one day at a time. It's gonna work out, and when it does, it's gonna be on time, and it's gonna be as though nothing missed. It's like you never miss a step. All right. All right. Okay, but good, good question. Mark, you had your hand. Yes. The Bible also says foxes have hands. And birds have nests, but the child of God has not a rock to lay his head. Um, it's funny because the desire for a positive experience, right, uh, success in, excel, in itself is a negative experience. Because you can only believe that, if you, that you lack it in the first place. You can only believe that you want a successful life or a happy life if you believe your life is no good in the first place. And accepting one's negative experience is in itself a positive experience. It's overcoming. When you accept something that's <laughs> negative, it's, it's a positive experience. Well, I don't quite understand because it's so intellectual. But So like the idea of wanting something I'm, in itself is negative. And I'm black and slow. I'm trying to figure, figure out what this man is saying. But, but let me see. As a son or daughter of God, you neither accept or reject. You just watch. You just don't have a fight against anything. You just watch it, and so and he'll fight for you. The problem is, the ego won't let you go. It, feel, it makes you feel you got to do something. The less you do, the closer you come. And eventually, you would do nothing but be. You, know, you can't fight. You can't. When he said you don't know anything, every stuff you can do nothing, he really means that. There's nothing you can do because it's all spiritual. You just need to watch. You should become the watcher. Do you agree, watch all things? Do you agree that desiring something is a negative experience? Because you have to believe that you lack it in the first place. I, in that fallen state, yeah. Right. And right. accepting But the only way experience. you can desire something is if you're in a fallen state. I agree with you. And accepting a negative experience is in itself a positive experience. It's overcoming. Like maybe um, I had a bad childhood, but it's okay. I, you know, I'm a grateful person. But I, not for people in a fallen state, because if they, let's say you had a bad childhood, mm -hmm. and you're in this fallen state, and you got to accept it, right? But you have accepted, you have accepted the bad childhood. Like, you make some excuse, oh, no big deal, blah, 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 but it is a big deal, because you have been spiritually traumatized. So to accept it is not going to make you spiritually right. Okay, maybe the you may just feel better, bad childhood but you still, example. yeah, you're still going to have problems down the road because acceptance is a false illusion of uh, non-acceptance. Okay, that was a bad example. Let's say you've already uh, you got overcome. another one. Huh? I have another one, <laughs> and you get fired or something, or so you get a ticket or something like that, and you just accept it, and you just you don't you don't get angry about it. That you you got a ticket, you got fired. That's not good. That's bad. But you accept it, and that and that makes it a positive experience. Not in the fallen state. No, I agree. 
And so when you awake and you get fired, you're going to see why you got fired. Was the boss wrong or were you wrong? And if you need to do somebody, you see what you do about it. Good question, uh, Mark. Make sure y'all go shooting with Mark and stand on the other side of the road. <laughs> He's real good. Uh, Brenda, you said you would look, and then I'll tell you, and then I'm coming all around because I remember you too. You said you were looking for your purpose, right? You have a purpose, you should have a purpose in life. Uh, <laughs> I guess, yeah. This is not a, a contest, no failure, no F, no A, no nothing, all right? We're fellowshipping. Right. That's all we're doing, edifying one another, so don't worry about it. Go ahead. Did you say that? You're looking for your purpose, right? I think earlier in life I was looking for my purpose. And you said that today, though, right, that you, there should be a purpose. You're looking for your purpose. Okay. I don't remember that part of what I said. I think you said that. I could be wrong. Okay. Didn't I hear something about purpose from you? Earlier. Yeah. You, earlier in life. Oh, you meant early in life. Right, right. Do you have a purpose now? Hmm. Um, this is so good. Only because you're starting to know yourself, and that's what's important. Right. You know, I don't. I don't really feel like I can identify a purpose in my life right now. You don't have a purpose? No. Loser! <laughs> no. <laughs> Why don't you have a purpose? Uh, I guess because I think that uh, it's more of a worldly thing. It's uh, I think people talk about having a purpose, but they they don't. I find that I find that sort of elusive to be able to identify what my purpose is. Do your husband have a purpose in life? Does he have a purpose? Um, hmm. <laughs> I'll let uh, him tell you that. <laughs> so what? I'll let him tell you that. you're thinking, I doubt it. <laughs> no, I, I think he think, no, I think no. he thinks he has a purpose. His purpose is, well, it's not my, my <laughs> place to identify his purpose. Um, <laughs> so you haven't seen one? Um well I, I I think he's he's got goals. He's he's starting a business and he had goals? Yeah. Well he has no purpose. Okay, that's between you and him. <laughs> and the Lord. Yeah. yeah. So he has goals but no purpose? Well, it depends on how you define purpose. Oh, okay. So I define his purpose as nothing. Is that right? <laughs> Ed is my friend. I've known him a long time. I'm just messing with him. Ed, you have a purpose? Isn't it time to go to that side of the room? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I will tell you one thing. Um, I used to do a lot of things, you know, writing down your goals and writing down your purposes and looking at him every day and all this affirmation stuff, and all they did is make me crazy. So, um, and, and one of the interesting things about having, of convincing yourself you have a purpose, is that you can, you end up using an awful lot of energy doing something that you later find out wasn't worth. So do you anything. have a purpose? I would have to say no. Do you have, my purposes you have are very simple. My, my, no, I don't have goals. You my, don't have goals? No. My you don't have a purpose or goal? No, my purpose is very simple right now. If I were to say I had one, it's to have a business that supports me over the next 
several years. And that's about it. That's your purpose? Yeah. Uh, and, and to do it in a way that is, uh, um, is in accordance with my beliefs. One of the, I mean, one of the biggest problems amazing. I have is... Maybe you should leave him. <laughs> one of the biggest problems... Call your lawyer tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Just joking. Now, one of the biggest problems... Don't call the lawyer. I'm playing. I got to tell you, one of the biggest problems with the purpose is that you can you can actually recruit to your purpose some really bad characters. Uh, you know, if you want to make a, a sum of money, yeah, there are people that will help you make money, but you don't want to be around those folks, or I don't, right? And, and there's those kinds of things that get very confusing. But if you just if if you can have a purpose of peacefully going about your business every day, yeah. that seems to be. The best thing, and you're right. Guess what? Surprises happen. Amazing. And they're and they're like I couldn't have predicted some of the stuff that's occurring right now. Do uh, you have a purpose? Um, yes. Yeah. What's your purpose? But I realized at first my purpose. I thought Joel is fired. <laughs> Anybody looking for an engineer job? <laughs> <laughs> At first, I thought my purpose was to, because uh, I'm, I'm a dance teacher, so I thought my purpose was to, you know, I teach younger kids, so I thought it was to lead them or guide them in a certain way or help them get better at what they do. But then I recently I realized that the, the most important thing is just being a, a good example of what love should be to them, and then the rest of the stuff will come, but that's not important. And I realized at some point I was making what I thought was my purpose important, and it really, it was just, it was bringing destruction to my business because it, I was making that such a serious thing. Like I was like, you got to get this level, you got to hit this standard, or you got to, you got to look like this, or you got to reach this if you want to be good, or whatever the case right. is. But meanwhile, I wasn't just allowing them to be where they are and just being example of love to them in that moment. So I realized that my purpose is to just be an example and and of love the best way I can. Okay. Are you you had your hand up, wasn't yeah. it about that? No, it was about this thing but there his thing. Who? I forgot his name. What's your name? Will. Oh Will's Will. thing. Okay. But there's so many things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, I understand I understand where he's coming from. <clears throat> where is he coming from? Just because in the sense that he's trying to, and I've done this before, is that he's trying to do A plus B equals C to solve the, the problem. And he's thinking that if I figure out what A is and I figure out what B is, then I'm going to get my, my, my answer. So he's like, okay, I'll tithe, I'll do this, I'll forgive, I'll do all these things. Feed the hunger. Right. I'll feed the homeless. We sure got a lot of homeless people out here in California right now. You're going to be busy. <laughs> But he's thinking by doing A plus B, he's going to get that, that that result. And I think he's also, and I could be wrong, but I think he's also afraid of um, not receiving the things that God promises in the Bible. But at the same time, I believe he wants us to have those things. And it's not like he wants us to be have perfect peace but then be broke. He wants us to have money. He wants us to do all those things. But we have to... We'll get it when when he feels like we deserve it or can handle it. How do you come up with all that? Um, just that he want you to have those things, but you need to deserve it. Um, just just because I feel like I don't understand, you, I don't see why God would want us to be to be broke. I mean, if He wanted us to be broke, then that's fine. But I just feel like. 
people think that you're fine with God if He wants you to be broke. No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying that you got a broke daddy. I just he, <laughs> he wants us to have money, though. He does want us to be successful How do you and have know money. That? Because I feel like um, people think that that money is evil, and if you want God, you have to be poor. And all how that you stuff. come up with all that? It, it, it just seems true to me. It does. Yeah. Did you read that? Did you hear it about and tell you that growing up? No, as I, I used to wrestle with what he. Because I used to hear with. that in the church. God doesn't want you to be broke. You should uh, have see, money. See, I used to always hear. See, I seen. I heard the opposite. I was always told that if you have, if you have God, you could be poor. So I used to think. I was trained thinking like, well, I don't oh. want to be poor. So I was thinking like, oh, if I have God, I'm going to be poor. So I wrestled with that. But then I started to realize like if, if you're doing things right and you can handle it and God is, he'll give you the money or whatever the case is for whatever, for whatever reason. So I don't think that he wants us to be broke. But that was just. I used to hear that God wanted you to be poor because Jesus was poor or something. You had nowhere to live or something. And then I heard at another church, God wants you to be rich. And his clothes were made out of really expensive material. And so you hear it both ways. Right. But I wrestled with it because I thought, like, I don't want to be poor, but I still want I want to live with God or whatever the case is. Are you, you living with God? Uh, I, I'm on my, yeah. Are yeah, you poor? Yeah. I'm not poor. But Ooh. I think that things, but I think that. <laughs> <laughs> don't, but, don't tell the social justice warriors that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but because of that, I've seen increase, though. And okay. so I know that it's true, but anyways, my last thing was that I feel like you, you can't have desires in your heart and and God will still give them to you, but you just don't necessarily know as a human if those desires are real or not. Because I've had desires in my life that I've, things that I've wanted. It's just so interesting. And um, I wrestled with the same thing as, I wrestled with the idea of like, should I have them or or is it is it just me or is it Satan giving me the desires? But then after a while, you just let it go because you're over trying to fight it. But then those desires actually did come, and it, but it came at the right time, and it right. was real. So it's not like the desires were completely just of Satan, and it was a lie. He did give me the desires of my heart, but at the right time. Amazing. You're done, you say? <laughs> Okay. Uh, let me ask you, young lady, behind you. Do you what's your purpose? You have a purpose for life. Dang, I think my silence was the answer. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't. But I Why actually. Not? Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I actually don't have a purpose. Why not? At, or I, I don't like? know what it is. Is what oh. I will say. You want one? If it comes, it would be nice. I'm not. It would be nice if you had a one. purpose. I mean, I'm not aching to know exactly what it is, like for it to drop in my head right now. Right. Um, because what I found or what I came to realize this week is that there may have been things that I wanted or things that I want in my life. But I also have to take into consideration if I am now the type of person that can handle those things if they come to me. So as far as purpose, I... I'm blank. I don't. You don't have a purpose. Yeah, and I don't. I don't think that that's a bad place to be. I think it's a good place to be because you're open to for it to come to you. Okay. Well, for me, I feel like I'm open for it to come to me because I don't 
quite know exactly what it is right now. Oh, okay. You had your hand up. Any question? You had a question for me or comment? Oh, no, that was it. What no, I, what okay. I said about, like, you know, people want to have things and then they do, they take so many steps to get there. Like uh, Joel said, the A plus B equals C, the whole al- algebra thing. <laughs> but like I said, if you want money, you have to first consider, can you handle having the amount of money that you want? Well, consider getting a job. <laughs> consider getting a well, job. No, but, but I mean, really, you have to you have to really consider those things, because, again, if you want this high paying job, are you always on time? Are you diligent in your work? Are you the type of person that can go into that position that you want to have? And I don't think <clears throat> I know for myself, I've been guilty of wanting things, but not considering what it will take to actually maintain those things once they're achieved. So amazing. Let me ask this young lady to rear, and then this young man had his hand, and then Cheryl. Um, what's your purpose? Uh, so I'm, I'm listening to everyone speak, and I was thinking, I was looking back, because I feel like I, we, we do have a purpose right now. We? we Joshua and I. Is he attached to you? <laughs> My fiancé. Oh. Uh, but Congratulations. Looking, thank you. But looking back, it... It didn't. It wasn't something I decided. Like this is what I want to do. It was little things that kind of happened in my life, and I was looking at them, and I I felt drawn to them. Like there was a message coming to me, but I wasn't sure what it was yet. And about a year and a half of it, that's when we decided. You know what? We need to do something. How can we help conservatives? So we're working towards something now, and it, it's a good feeling because it wasn't something that we just said. Hey, this is what we're going to put our name on. It was something that slowly. But surely we were realizing that things were happening and, and we were just waited for something to come to us saying, okay, this is how we're going to help. And so what's your purpose in life? My purpose is to help conservatives network better. That's your purpose? Yeah. Uh, and that's your fiancé's purpose? I thought you guys was already married. So, okay, because so you guys gonna, told me one day in church up here yeah, you have married. So we're we're gonna tell everybody. So we got married, but we didn't it's tell all anybody. Film, y'all lied. No, no, we we didn't. Uh, we got married in 2017, but we didn't tell anybody we got married, because when you get married, they want the wedding and they want the big. The so we said, you know what? This is about you and me. It's not really about anybody else. So we got married in a church, just the two of us, and so now we're letting people know. By the way, there's. So you're already married. Yeah. You say you got married in church, just the two of you? No, no. Well, well, here, you can go ahead. Uh, I want to hear from you. (laughs) What do you mean you got married in church, just the two of you, and then tell them what? When we got married, uh, this is before we started coming uh, here, we wanted to be married, but we understand the social pressures of when you get married, people expect a wedding and people expect everything. But we weren't ready to, to... go through all of that, that planning and all that stage and bringing everybody into it. So we just intimately got married by ourselves and didn't tell anybody. When you so, say by yeah. yourself, you didn't have a preacher or anyone, a judge or anyone? We didn't have a judge. We had, he was a, a pastor, but he was, yeah. He's just, so a justice of the peace mm-hmm. married you guys mm-hmm. in a church? No, in this apartment. Yeah, it was... <laughs> But why do you say you got married in church and no one was there? She didn't well, mean to say that. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't mean What's church. I meant, <laughs> sorry, I, I meant, uh, I, for, I forgot what, what he was. But we've, I felt 
You thought you were at a church, but you were at an apartment? No. Were you high? No, I was not high. (laughs) No, it it wasn't. I I meant in a spiritual sense. Like, I I felt better that now we we were married and we didn't have to bring anybody into our relationship. So did you get married with a gesture of the peace in an apartment or at a church? Well, it was it was at his apartment. I, it wasn't I, at a church. No, no, no. I, well, why did you say it was at a church? You know what? I think for me, it's just the fact that we got married. I spiritually felt connected and better, and we were now one. And why did you say it was at a church? I meant that in a spiritual sense. I, that's just how I relate it to me. Oh, somebody's going to get a divorce. Did you know you were married to a crazy person? <laughs> Why do why so that's your, you're already married? Yes. Yeah. And so why are you getting married again if you're already married? It's a delayed party. We're we're gonna have the the wedding post getting the certificate. You gonna have the wedding post getting the certificate? Yeah, yeah. What do you mean by that? Well, we went to an office of the Justice of the Peace and we got married. And then we decided to plan all the traditional way and then have you there and et cetera, et cetera. So, but I'm not doing your wedding. I thought you want me to do your wedding. You are. are you, uh, but you're already married. Yes. And why do you want me to do your wedding if you're already married? I'll come to the party for sure. Uh, I guess that's something we'll have to discuss. Let's get it here. But, <laughs> so do you want me to perform your wedding or just show up to a party? Yeah, perform it. Yeah. But you're already married. Yeah, I guess we'll have to talk about that. <laughs> What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> now everybody confused. Did you guys send the form in? Yeah. Okay, great. Did y'all do what? Did they send the form in? Oh, you sent in the marriage certificate thing? I, yeah, I guess to simplify it, the government says we're married because they have the power of government, but we don't have the spiritual side of it, so it's kind of separated those things. Oh. Well, we'll talk some more in private. Yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all scare me. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on here. All right. Um, so let me just say this about the purpose thing. No such thing as purpose. That's a made-up word by the children of the lie. God is trying to create love through us. God is love. He created us so he could bring love upon the earth through us. And when you're born again of God, you are born again of love. You're overcoming hate, and you become love. And that's how God brings love into the world. All this purpose thing and all that, you've been lied to, and the world got you looking for a purpose. And God said, your talent, so whatever he has for you, will find you. But once you, you know, like with my godson, he's a football player, really good, too. I tell him all the time, don't don't uh, compete with anyone. Don't compare yourself to anyone. Just play football. Do your best. Be a good guy. You know, meaning be righteous. And when you play, just play your best. Have fun with it. And whatever will happen will happen. That's how he wants us to live. Just be ourselves. Be love. Keep our word. Work hard. Whatever we have to do. But don't have a purpose. That's, that's a setup. Because what's missing in you is not a purpose, it's the love of God. You have not returned to the Father. And when you return to the Father, it's going to be as though nothing is missing. <coughs> your, and in your mind, you see your mind is your enemy, 
And so the world uh, used you through your imagination. Now the world has you convinced that you need a purpose. And here Oprah asks, what's your purpose? And those other people sit there and lie. And now you're thinking, oh, I don't have a purpose. And if you're a son or daughter of God, you have the best life because nothing is missing. Satan is telling you what is missing is your purpose. And so like the young lady said, they come up with, oh, what can we do? Oh, we'll help the Republicans. That's not the purpose. There's nothing wrong with helping, but you got to do it in the right way. When you return to the Father, you see the motivation that's going on, so you see how to do the right thing. Just be. And, and you got to overcome. The world has demoralized folks and brainwashed us to a situation. I never understood how brainwashed I was until I'm able to see it overcome. They got you think they have men and women living together before marriage, making babies before, babies before marriage. They have men and women with children breaking up, marrying somebody else with the children. And just all kinds of things happen. And they have set you up because they want to use you. That's all it is. And they are of the world, so they're doing what they're supposed to do because Satan made a promise that he's going to rob, steal, and kill. And he's doing a job of it right now. It's amazing what's happening right now. What's missing in you, if you feel like you need a purpose, it's not the purpose you're looking for. It's a return to the Father. You must be born again. You got to overcome your mothers and be born of your father. That's what salvation is all about. Through your father, you can return to God because men represent Christ. And that's why the world is working so hard to turn you away from the father because the man is the son of God on earth. He may be a pitiful one, a weak one, but he still represents that. And you're not supposed to resent him. Otherwise, you're never going to get back to God. And that's why they work overtime. There was a, and then I come here, then Cheryl, there was a, abortion thing discussed in Virginia. They try to get this abortion law passed where at any point the woman can kill the baby. She could be on her way. The baby's like the head hanging out the window. And the woman go, oh, I hate my husband. I don't feel like for a baby. And they can kill the baby. Isn't that crazy? And the same, and then the people applaud and they love that idea. And they're supposed to because they're children of Satan. They're doing their job. When will we do our job? When we bring love into the world? And then the man is nowhere involved in it. The husband has nothing to say about it at all. Your baby can be nine months uh, ready to pop out. Or even if the baby comes out and the woman is saying to her mind, they can kill the baby. Isn't that amazing? That's where the world is taking us because children of God is not standing up and bringing love into the world. And not speaking up. And the reason they want the man out of the picture, because they know the woman is going to make the wrong decision. And they know the man will not allow that to happen. And they don't want the women to listen to their husbands. That's why they're removing the men. They know, they may not understand the motive because Satan is working through them and they are not spiritually aware, but that's why they don't want the man. Abortion did not go completely out of control until they completely convinced men that they have nothing to say about your own wife and your own child. That's evil. Isn't that amazing? And the same guy put on, they say, accused him of putting on some black stuff on his face and wore a hood. 
And they're making that a big deal. That's more important to them than killing children in the womb. Isn't that amazing? Who care about a black face? Nobody is hurt by this man wearing a black face. They're all acting to control white people. Black people don't care about white people wearing a black face or a hood. Y'all got to, w- I mean, not y'all, I'm sure all you awake, but you got to wake up. world got to wake up. Saint, this world, Saint uh, is the author of this world, and his children are winning right now. They, they're not even hiding that they want, uh, what do you call that kind of abortion? Infanticide. Yeah, Obama was for that when he was senator of Illinois. He voted for that. And now it's come to pass. Because the children of God are afraid to speak up and allowing it to happen. Yes, Brenda. Oh, Brenda, right here. It seems to me that I rarely hear from men that they are distraught about the idea of babies being killed. Their own kids, too. Right. I, I, you know, you don't see that in movies. You don't read that in books. You don't see that much on TV that men stand up and unite and say, this baby is as much mine as it is hers. That's right. The fathers no afraid, seem Brenda. to be absent. And that it never even occurred to me, really, until you're sitting here talking about it, that we just don't hear from the men very much. They're afraid. They're beta males. They're weak. Okay. They are afraid, literally afraid. I met a guy in the market last night, and he was like, are you Jesse? I'm like, yeah. He like, I love your show. I really love your movie, but I can't say it at work. I can't. He said, I'm a conservative, but I can't say it at work. But everybody, the Democrats say, I'm a Democrat. They say they're liberals. They say what they want. How do you give up your right that you can't say what you want? Fight back. You just have to fight back. Because yeah. the more you give, the more they're taking. Now they're taking the, the soul of the children, killing them. Right. I'm glad Jesus is not trying to come back through the womb. <laughs> It'll be over for him. And they still try to kill Jesus after he was born. Remember? Mm-hmm. Kill the firstborn child. Right. And that's what they're doing now. And so history has repeated itself. Somebody would tell me about Rome. I think James or somebody. Same thing happened today that happened in Rome. And whenever homosexuality comes to the forefront and is accepted, the world is over. You can forget about it. It's done. But you're right, the men are not speaking up, and they're afraid. And, what, and, and if you disagree with this statement, you can let me know. Raise your hand, and I'll come to you. Anybody. When men are weak, women make bad decisions. They go out of control. Anybody disagree with that? Just think about men are weak, and women are out of control. Because women tend to identify with wrong stuff because they're so emotional and mental. If somebody feels sorry or they feel, oh, you're punishing me, or, the, or if the kid want to get away with something and the kid start crying, he'll go to mama. And mama say, don't tell your daddy. That don't mean daddy. Women identify with wrongdoing because of the, uh, the mental set and the emotions that they deal with. Men are logical. They don't deal with that kind of stuff. That's why God has that order there of God in Christ, Christ in man, Man over woman and woman over children. Women need men in the same way that men need 
Christ, and Christ need God. Same order. We have a bunch of women in, in Democrats now, all kind of just evil women. Two Muslims. One is a lesbian. One of the women. And one live with a boyfriend. They live with a boyfriend. And they're proud to say that. They call it a partner, though. I think it's a boy, right? Okay. Anyway, y'all got to wake up. Even, I hope you see what's going on around you. And you're right, Brenda. Men don't say anything about the unborn children. Let me take here first, and then I'll come, okay? Um, and then you have some, too. Okay. Yes, Trevor. Yeah, I just wanted to get your opinion about uh, if there's a difference, you think, between thoughts and ideas. You know, like if we get an idea about something as opposed to a thought that we think, because to me, I think a thought would be, I think a thought would be more of a, <laughs> would be more of like a judgment or opinion as but opposed to an idea. I mean, ideas come from thoughts. So did you say. You don't have your own idea. So would you say ideas are, are, are not real? Like. Right, they're an illusion. That's why when you get an idea, you got to make the thing happen. Whatever God revealed to you, it happens on its own. Right. Because that, that, that's, that's my, what I'm saying, though. It's like oftentimes I get, things are revealed to me, which sparks an idea where I see a, an outcome or a solution that, that then I can, like, you know, fulfill and make happen. That's too much work. Like, especially more, I guess it's more so in but, creation, you know. But listen, if God reveals something to you, you don't need an idea from that. The revelation is everything. You see what to do, you do it. There's no more to think about on that. It's like the light shining, right? I don't need to look at the light and wonder, oh, I wonder why it's not shining. It's shining. You can see. So an idea, anybody disagree with that? Ideas are from thoughts. Anybody disagree with that? You have to doubt every thought. Because mm. there's, you know, when God said, God said, our ways and our thoughts and our ways are, are not his ways and not his thoughts. They're as far from each other. I see that right now in y'all talking. Y'all, y'all thoughts are not God's ways at all. Like say Joel wanted to make a dance, you know. He's got to have like, come up with ideas to create that. He can't just... It's not going to just be revealed where uh, the whole dance is in his No, head. he doesn't have to come up with ideas. He do what he does. He go rehearsal, and while he's doing it, he'll see what he's doing, and things will just start falling, coming together for him. He doesn't need to have an idea. He doesn't need to go and do it. Yeah. And it looks like he operates that way, too, because I see him out there rehearsing sometimes. It's so amazing. No, I, I, I agree. But if he had an idea, now you got to try to figure out how to make this idea work. That's not good. And, it, and I was thinking, too, about the purpose thing of, like, you know, what do you think about uh, if, you know, not to say my purpose is this in general, but what about like living and uh, living with purpose? Like in anything you do, you do it with purpose. Like, you know, how someone says, I did that on purpose, like meaning that they intended to. Is no that, such thing as purpose. So not at all. Not no. to do, do something you with just the be intent. of love. Yeah. That's all you need to be. And everything comes from that. Could that have, be a purpose? What? To be of, of love? Isn't that kind of a purpose? No, because only God can draw you back to him. You can't make the decision that you want to be back with God. 
forgive my mother. There's <laughs> <laughs> more to it than just forgiving your mother, folks, or your father. You understand that? <laughs> Are you writing this down? Uh, it'd be best you could write if you want but it'd be best to let it go in one ear and out the other because you want to discover you don't want to remember you don't think there's any uh, relevance in reflection or reflecting on things But ref- that's a good question reflection is to show appreciation for what has happened on the inside <clears throat> mm-hmm. from God how grateful you are that like he brought you through that situation. That situation is so amazing. So you're not you don't uh, agree with journaling or doing any of that. Writing you're watching down. too much Oprah. <laughs> I've never watched Oprah before. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you should sure watch Oprah. Uh, so you see, you're wrong. When, I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you want to write a book or something like that, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. You can make notes and just write them and forget them and write and forget. We were, when you're ready to put the book together and come together. Is that what you mean? I mean, your life experience. But you don't have a life yet. I'm on my way, I guess. Where? To life. <laughs> come to life. Come to, oh yeah, back to life, back to reality. Yeah. You hear that song? No. That's a song. You need to relax from your imagination. The world have taught you wrong, mm-hmm. and, and you, it'll come. It'll be. It'll be made right for you. It really will. Now, yeah. if you want to write a book, it takes a while to write a book. Mm-hmm. So you want to remember some stuff that happened along the way. Yeah. Nothing wrong with jotting that down, but don't remember it. Just write it down and come yeah. back when you need it. But I write, I write like every single day, just things that have gone on in life and just things that conversations that have been had. And we don't let just, your girlfriend read it. Nope, I'm the only one who reads them because she's going to use it against you when you run for for Congress or president or something. Maybe it'll help me, like it'll help you with Kavanaugh. To what? Maybe it'll help me. Like he did with Kavanaugh with his uh, oh, amazing. calendars. Amazing. So don't, no, just relax and let all that go. Yeah. And just do what's in front of you to do. And I guess it, it's too is distinguishing the difference between a revelation and an idea because sometimes it's easy for me to assume, and maybe it's my ego or something, to think that it was my idea when it was something that was revealed to me that I just need to acknowledge. It's never it's, your idea, even revealed. your thoughts that come from you or the ideas that you think you have it are from Satan. Revelation come from God and thoughts and ideas come from Satan. Yeah. And then you just take credit for it. Right. You call it your idea. Fair enough. That makes sense? Just, just do what's in front of you to do. I understand you got to be come out of that darkness so you can do that, but you... You got to stop pretending and be you. Don't pretend to be holy. Don't pretend to be righteous. And not, just be. Yes, Cheryl. Um, I think it came up already about the abortion thing, but it's kind of terrible that they make these laws, but then it's kind of good that people can see how far they're going. Because a lot of people don't believe how grimy and just terrible the abortion industry is. And they made it legal, but 
these things have been going on, and they they go on all the time. In these Especially clinics. now that men and women of God are afraid to speak up. They vote in the wrong people. They got to have a black or they got to have a woman yeah. or they got to have this. Yeah. I want the right person in office. I don't care who it is. As long as it's the right person. But now they got to have a black. They got to have a, a Muslim. They got to have this and that. It's really going the wrong road now. Definitely. And so I'm, I'm kind of glad, not glad, but I'm kind of glad everything is coming up because it kind of is revealing just how far they're going and just how far they want to go. And they always get tripped up, like the governor, when he was saying that, how terrible that was, and then they found out this. So it's kind of like coming, all coming out, which I think is good so people can wake up and see how, how bad abortion is. Unfortunately, if people don't wake up, they're going to be afraid to turn it around because they're calling it racist. They say you hate women. They say you hate the gays. They say you hate this. And uh, uh, Brenda mentioned uh, no, no men are saying anything about the abortion issue, so they're afraid. So they're going to pass these laws that make you afraid to speak up. And if you try to speak up, they're going to say you lose your job or all that. All those lies. But I, but the thing is, they were like, we no. don't need. If we were conscious, we don't need to see that as that. We know True. the bad people used to hide their immorality when they ran for office. Now they're flaunting it. Yeah, and and. Um, the New York law, when it says, well, it comes out and you can kill it, what are they going to do when a pregnant woman gets shot? What are you going to do? I mean, like, what are you going to do when the baby gets... So it got shot. It's, that's not against the law, right? I mean, there needs to be... So they're always tripping up themselves on all the yeah. laws that they and ever make. it's our fault. It is our fault. It's really our fault. People we just don't especially believe. Especially men. Yeah. Men are girls. That's why your wives beat you up. Yes. Right here in front of you, but and then back on the back of there over here. Hello, Jesse, and everyone Hello. out there. Great um, Fallen State show. No, I, I brought I brought um, these like amazing mixed nuts that I put together amazing. because my job was uh, had oh, all that yeah. on sale. To, so for that young man who was waiting for God's blessing, there you go. God um, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I was just going to say, just to add to what Cheryl was saying, um, I, the silver lining that I do see is that people are questioning things like, um, like where are the bodies, you know, the, the, where the fetus is going, because you have people like Sandra Bullock going on um, the uh, Ellen DeGeneres show. I think that's yeah, um, admitting that she's using these facial treatments that are coming from baby foreskins from Korea. Yeah. And so, I mean, these, yeah. it's like all these people are, you know, talking about all these things or in support of. And, you know, if you start following the trail, it, I think it becomes a lot more um, nefarious yes. than it really seems. Absolutely. Yes. That's an amazing. That's what we found out with Planned Parenthood. We found out that they were selling uh, body parts of the unborn kids, making a profit and bragging about it. Let me take the guy in the white shirt and then the red and then over here. And then here. Uh, oh, I got to go online, too. Yes. Yes. Uh, there was two things. Um, one was about the ideas in Revelation. And it made me think of Mike, Michelangelo. When he would carve a statue, he would never say that I saw the statue in my head and, like, carved it. He would say that the statue was already in the marble. And all he was doing was removing the excess. So I don't know if that made sense. But that made sense to me where it's like he didn't project 
the the sculpture the sculpture was already there in the sense it was being revealed to him all he had to do was remove the the excess um and then the second thing yeah yesterday i went we went shopping for some 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 clothes and uh, they're at a department store. Wait, wait. Baby clothes? No, 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 no. Baby clothes? At, at a department store. And there oh. was a guy who worked there who had a, a dog collar choker, like really BDSM, like way on a 10. And and he had his, his, his I'll say it, it was Nordstrom Rack uniform T-shirt on underneath it. And... I'm just kind of tripping out. I, I kind of noticed him in my periphery. And then when we're checking out, I see him. And he just, he wouldn't look at me in the eyes. And I just kept, like, my eyes on him. I'm like, who is this guy? And then I, I, when I'm finally checking out, I say out loud to the girl who's helping him, like, why do you guys allow this guy to wear this, this collar? I'm like, that's super. I'm like, this is a department store. And then everyone who worked there turned around and looked at me. Like, I just said the emperor was naked. Like, it's almost like they didn't notice that this guy has yeah. this like slave BDSM collar on and but I don't know if they were offended or surprised cross on or something right right they would be yelling at you but their faces or were like Trump a mix of, uh, of surprise and uh, offense it was it was almost like the next thing they were if they had the balls to say it they would have said that I was a homophobe but they almost also knew that they couldn't because it's like he's I'm right like whatever he's doing in his bedroom doesn't it doesn't have to be at work and I was hoping that the manager would be around when I was exiting the store, and, and she kind of disappeared. Yeah. Uh, we got to start speaking up, man, yeah. I'm telling you. We got to. That's we why can't. I want to share that. Whenever they attack me, now I use their own stuff on them. I'm like, I'm black. <laughs> you can't attack black people. <laughs> You're not supposed to attack blacks, remember? Are you a racist? <laughs> I use their own stuff on them. That's, that was the same thing yesterday where I think... They would have reacted if I was an old white man, but it, it's like they knew they couldn't say anything. Like, yeah. He's a young Hispanic guy. Like, what am I? What am I going to say? He's a, right. a racist. Like, that's right. Amazing. Yeah. Yes, sir. I'll just start speaking Spanish. <laughs> yes. See, <laughs> so see, That's a good idea. Real fast. We um, run out of time. Two things, real fast, about the abortion thing. I have seen videos even from way back that these uh, guys who are eugenicists. They talk about even killing babies up to three, up to five years of age. If something's wrong or maybe the yeah. family lost the job, they say, and they can't afford to raise the kids, so it's okay. So it's it's going to hell. It's not going to stop. They're going to keep pushing and keep Unless pushing. Unless we deal with it. Yeah. We can S stop it. Second thing, <clears throat> I wanted to give a testimony of something fun happened. I was uh, uh, two days ago in uh, Santa Monica, 3rd Street, promenade i think it's called it's like right by the beach and we're going to eat and i see this guy with a whole bunch of uh, he was like a hippie guy a whole bunch of stickers and said dump trump i was like drawn towards him and i came to him and i said so dump trump huh he said yeah i said why he said well you know i said i don't know why he said well he's a racist i said really so yeah i said why and he says, well, they sued him because he wouldn't give black people homes. I said, that's not true. He, he didn't lose the suit. It was false. I said, so why? Tell me one thing. And he wouldn't tell me. I said, I'll buy a sticker. He still wouldn't tell me. We got talking, and he says, well, politicians shouldn't lie, implying Donald Trump lies. I said, I agree. We should make lies illegal. He says, no, 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 you can't do that. I said, because you're a liar. And he was quiet, and I took all the money out of my wallet, and I put it on the table. I said, 
tell me one thing that he's racist. At this point, there's a crowd gathered around me. All liberals, they're saying I'm scary and stuff. And he Maybe couldn't say a single like thing. Like, no, no, you look like Ben Laden, no hair. I'm sitting here thinking. So I took my money away, and he, he, I, I felt so bad for him. I felt like he was about to pack up and leave. If I stayed for another, because he was like, you're bad for business, man. Please go. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And I felt like he was going to cry. I said, you know what? You're just a liar. And everybody was applauding. And it was very easy yeah, to crush him. Stand up. Yeah, it was very right. easy. With the truth, we can't lose. You're right. But you look like being lying. I'm saying this. <laughs> I was, I'm Thank thinking, you. I thought Bin Laden was dead. Obama didn't kill oh, no. Bin Laden. Uh, right here uh, with Mike. But you're right, man. We got to stand up. Yes. I was actually. Did you have your hand? Yes. I was okay. wondering, like, how do you know when Revelation? How what, is there? I mean, how will we know Revelation technically? Because that's because we've had visions, and I know everybody pretty much had visions. How yeah. do you know the difference? That's a good, good, good question. The way you, anything that comes out of your head is not revelation. When it comes from here, it's revelation. God revealed, and it's so clear, say he gave you thoughts about it, make you hear voices and things like that. So the Holy, the Holy Spirit is in the soul of your belly, so watch that area. That's why you should watch yourself, so then you would know. But just know, doubt every thought, and then nothing's left but revelation. That's all left. Is this your first time here? Yes, sir. And why are you in a wheelchair? I was shot in 2001. You were shot? Yes. How old are you now? 40. You're 40? You look younger. Why were you shot? I was having a, a disagreement over whose turn was next on the video game. I ended up slapping the guy, exhaled it to fights with about three or four different people, and eventually they came and shot me. Really? Yes. Black people? Of course. Of course. <laughs> he black. The best kind. No. <laughs> wow. Are you over that emotionally and mentally and all that? Honestly, no. You're not? I am, but no. And, and, I am more than, uh, you know, be, yeah. Uh, how, but I know there's still work that I have to do. How many years ago? It's been 18, actually, just January 19th. Makes 18 Why does it take so long to just let it go? The reason being is because I have the anger of so much stuff. It's not even just that. Yeah. I actually have more anger for my dad than I do for the guy that shot me. Why are you angry for your father? It's, it's, uh, that's why I came, because of your video, because I realized I have anger for him. I'm angry because he would always, he's a preacher, deacon, whatever. He would always say, obey your father and obey your father and your mother. But then he always direct me to do things that he knew wasn't right for me. And then if I didn't do it, I would get punished. If I did do it, I would get punished because of what I did. Yeah. So no matter which way, it seemed like it was a catch-22 dealing with him. And it, it, got, it got to the point where I just told him I don't even want him to be in my life no more. And I just, about six or eight months after that, that's when I actually got shot. Wow. Yeah. You know how you slapped the person over the game yes. and you got shot and you couldn't help yourself? You were controlled by that anger? No, the anger took over. And I already know I should have walked away and I'd be walking Same thing with your father. Oh, I know. He mean well. So you need to go and forgive him. He can't help himself. No, I know. I know. Why, yeah. why haven't you forget? How long have you been? When did you find the videos? Probably about three days now. Two or three oh, days. three days ago. Oh, okay. I, I've been like maybe eight or ten hours a day just your videos. Amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm glad, man. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. But to overcome the shot, being shot, you need to let the anger go about yourself or get involved in that and the person that shot you 
as well as your parent, and keep an eye on yourself. I've actually seen one of the guys about the situation, and I told him, anybody let him know I forgive them all. I don't want nobody to hold a grudge. Let it go. Yeah. Don't live your life. So That's as far right. as that, the, the, like I say, the gunshot stuff, my father is my problem, bro. That's why I'm here. Yeah, go and forgive your father, <laughs> and you'll be free. Is he in this town in LA? He's in Los Angeles, yes. Okay, forgive your father, man, you'll be free. All right. It's going to be amazing. No, I, I mean, in my heart, I have, but I know I have to go see him and tell yeah, him. Yeah, you got to face him. Yeah. That's the you easy part for me. You got to face him. So what? That's the easy part for me. He actually is more afraid of me than I am of him. Yeah. But the, right. the, the thing is, is he's very abusive. So that's the only thing I fear is that that might happen. No, but you don't listen to that. No, I'm, I'm still going to go, though. Yeah. I'm still, that's the only, like I said, that's my only fear, but I'm have still going to go. Have you forgiven your mother? My mother passed away. She oh, passed she did? away about three years ago now, 2015. Uh, well, forgive her, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Are you, it's going to be amazing. I'm glad you came, man. Thank What's you. your first name? Turner. Turner, okay. Yes. Well, any other questions for me? Mm, I forgot. I had one from one of your videos. You said something, but I got to go back to it so I can remember to bring it back to you. Like you said, bring questions. I'll okay. be ready next time. That's right. Bring questions and comments. Don't just let me teach at you. You don't want to learn that way. Church. You can't ask questions. You can't discuss. They say, well, come to Sunday school. I when I come to Sunday school, it's the same thing. I try to ask a question. You say, hold on one second. Yeah. They don't know what they're talking about. That's why. Okay. And, and a lot of times I ask them questions that they can't answer, and it's like, well, what am yes. I doing here? That's right. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Well, make sure you keep coming back. You're here. Oh, you, All right. You're um, Mike, <laughs> Michael, you have some stuff online? Okay, real fast. Because we are like five minutes, almost out of time. So you have a few themes that are here. It's from earlier in the conversation regarding knowing yourself and your thoughts and lies. So some of them were from Victor Cameron, States Rights, Gist, Daniel, and Grace Joy, but I'll pick one. Okay. How do you get to know yourself if all your thoughts are lies and cannot be trusted? By watching what's happening within you. Be aware of what's going on within you. It's so amazing. It looked like that would not work, but it is something else to watch yourself. It really is. And you will see that it is a spiritual battle and that your dad is Satan trying to control you and there's nothing you can do about it. So you stop being mad about it. You stop trying to control yourself. You just let it happen. You watch it. And God is fighting it for you. He'll fight that battle for you. There's nothing you can do. Really nothing you can do. And if you're not mad at yourself, it means that you're not judging yourself and that frees you up to overcome because you know you're not in control. Yes. Um, and another one is, uh, as it's uh, Victor Cameron. How do I know when it's the devil and when it's me talking in my head? <laughs> it's never you. It's always the devil. <laughs> There's no such thing as you talking to yourself. That's the devil you are responding to. That's why people walk in the streets. No, it's always, you, it's always Satan in your head. Always, God reveal and Satan talk to you. Sound like somebody else's voice, sometimes your voice, or whatever. Always. And right? the final one, this is kind of silly, I guess. Pine, pineapple platamus is, uh, do animals have thoughts? Are there fallen state animals? <laughs> no, animals only eat pineapples. <laughs> no, they don't. They, uh, so, right, right here, right? Okay. Um, going back to the abortion, um, in a couple of, and the men not standing up, the, the children of the lie have been setting up the stage for a long time and, and including the laws that they've put for men, 
you know, the, if they're getting a divorce, it always favors the women. And so men have become afraid of the system because the system is going to automatically go for the women and defend the women. Yes. So now for a man to stand up and say, I'm against abortion and I don't want my wife or my girlfriend to abort, they're going to get kicked out of the hospital because everyone's going to say, no, it's her body. It's her right. She can have that decision. Now, the point um, going with what she said. Well, this is why men and women should be married before having children. Then they can't kick you out. And then don't marry a, a, a woman or a man that's uh, not in agreement about what is right. That's why you should date for seven years to get to know one another. Yeah. Then you're going to marry the, the right person because God will give you the right person. Yeah. Then that battle would not happen between you and your wife or the wife and the husband. Yeah. You got to date before marrying. And then the other. And no sex, guys. And lady, don't seduce them. Now, the moment you say no sex to the woman, she's ready to give you sex. You notice that? You can't say it. You married. But I'm telling you, watch this. The moment you tell that's why I don't tell her. Just don't do it. Because when you tell her, you're lying to yourself. Right? Just be it. Just be. And then she would see and she would tempt you and you will overcome. But don't say, I'm not having sex with you anymore. You're lying. And she know you're lying. She's like, okay, honey. You're so holy. <laughs> and then she'll bake you some good old food. And then when you go to bed, you got to pay for the food. <laughs> the last two things that men have to overcome is food and sex. Have you noticed that? Yeah. If you overcome food and sex, you're done. <laughs> no more control of you. Jesse, uh, and my other point was yes. my other point was uh, with the abortions and how outraged they are at this guy that had the, the did the blackface. They're outraged at that, but they're not outraged at the fact that the the. It, is, it has been billions of kids that have been aborted, and the majority of them are black. Yep. And they are using these black babies and the cells of these black babies to put them in vaccines. They're using them, like she said, for, for uh, rejuvenating um, treatments in women now. You can yep. go to, to clinics where they're injecting the cells of these babies into your skin so you can uh, look young. And the more sinister thing that people are talking about online, it's that they're also using the blood of these children. To do what? To do satanic rituals. Oh. And, and, and I know it sounds absolutely crazy and out, of, out there. but I wouldn't be surprised if they're doing it. Not at all. And a lot evil, of these there's things no were limitation re- to evil destruction. Yeah. And a lot of these things were revealed in the Podesta emails that were revealed in WikiLeaks. And, and and people read these emails, and that's why he, he won, because people woke up and they started reading these emails that came out, and they were speaking in code. They had the, the and, and the FBI has these uh, code words listed on their website, and these code words are all over the Podesta emails yeah. between the Clintons and all these people in the DNC, and they're talking in code. It's pedophile code language. So Amazing. it all goes back to that. These people are evil. And yes. there were kids that were being kidnapped from Haiti after the earthquake. And it was this woman, Silsby, that was um, 
connected to the Clinton Foundation, and she was pretending to be a minister and saving these kids, but these kids were not even orphans, and she was arrested because she was caught taking 30 kids out of Haiti that were not even orphans, and they were just, it was going to be for sex trafficking and for sex slavery, yeah. and that's what Trump keeps saying. He keeps saying it, the, the sex trafficking in this country, it's, it's more sinister than people can imagine. Amazing. That's all I wanted to say. President Trump uh, predicted during the campaign that if the Democrats took over, they're going to start this thing with the babies, killing them at late-term abortion or something, infanticides. He predicted that during the campaign, and Hillary said, no, you just trying to put fear in people or something like that. And he said it way back then, and now it's happening. But that's what's going to happen with you when you wake up. You're going to see what's going on. Really, they can't hide from you. No one can hide from you when you overcome anger. You see the game they're playing, or you see the pretense. You'd be surprised what you can see in other people. They can't hide. You see it. And they think they're hiding from you, but you totally see it. So you got to wake up so you can see this evil that's going on. All right? You got to wake up. One last thing that we got to end. Uh, who knows how to read? Yeah, do you want to read something? Uh, Will, you know how to read? You want to come up and read? You're going to be on film if you read. I don't care. You okay? Okay. All right. Um, you got to wake up or come on up. Uh, so we're going to read Matthew chapter 6, uh, verse 2, 7, and 6. So you're going to read. Starting there, with one, and go all the way down to six. And then I'll tell you what to read next. If you want, need to hold a book up, you can. But start here first. <clears throat> start from the beginning? Yeah, Ames, read that first. The almsgiving in secret. Be careful not to parade your uprightness in public to attract attention. Otherwise, you will lose all reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give alms... Do not have it trumpeted before you. This is what the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win human admiration. In truth, I tell you, they have their reward. But when you give alms, your left hand must not know what your right hand is doing. Your almsgiving must be in secret. And your father, who sees all that is done in secret, will reward you. Okay. And read... uh so you read from there to there, right? Uh huh. And then Luke. One more, then we're done. Luke uh, 6 3. This makes sense to everybody? Y'all hate the Bible? Okay. All right. Is this helpful today? So what now? Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's why I'm asking my friend to read. <laughs> okay, Luke 6.31. 6, oh, yeah, it's 31. It's yeah. Uh, 27. Okay, star here. Okay. Uh, just read that and we'll be done. Love of enemies. But I say this to you who are listening. Love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who treat you badly. To anyone who slaps you on one cheek, 
present the other cheek as well. That means don't hate him. It's not personal. To anyone who takes your cloak from you, do not refuse your tunic. Give to everyone who asks you, and do not ask for your property back from someone who takes it. Treat others as you would like people to treat you. If you love those who love you, what credit can you expect? Even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you, what credit can you expect? For even sinners do do that much. And if you lend to those from whom you hope to get money back, what credit can you expect? Even sinners lend to those even sinners lend to sinners to get back the same amount. Instead, love your enemies and do good to them and lend without any hope in return. You will have a great reward and you will be children of the most high for he himself is kind to the ungrateful and the wicked. Thank you, buddy. So that helped. (laughs) 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 Uh, I thought so. <laughs> so one of the reasons God called the Pharisees Pharisees because they would give, you know, they would give money or they would tell the truth, and then their ego but when they gave their ego told them they were good Christians, that they are good people. So they give and then when they give, the ego confirmed for them that they are good people because they gave to the poor or they did this or did that. And I want you to watch it yourself how your ego confirming you doing wrong. It confirms everything. Think that if you go down and feed the homeless, they're going to tell you, oh, you're such a good Christian. You know what I'm saying? Or even if you pay tithe and offering here, watch how your ego makes you feel like you're wholly forgiven. Just, this is why I want you to watch yourself. It's so, but it'll die. God will get rid of it if you watch it. You can't do anything about it, but you got to watch it. And, and, and a lot of people lie to one another. They have a hinder gender. But they'll lie to themselves and lie to you like the agenda that they're putting out there is real. And it's not. You're going to be surprised how much hell you're putting out there too. All in the name of being still and knowing. All right? Or being quiet. You still got to watch his ego. Most of the thing you're doing is all ego. It has nothing to do with love. You got a hidden agenda about everything. And you need to watch those motives. And when you watch them, have no opinion about them. Because you're going to be like, wow, this is something else. Well, don't be saying what I say, but you got to watch your motives. Nothing that you do is real. It's all fake. But you tell yourself, I see people lying to themselves about what they're doing. They make up excuses about what they're doing. And I'm thinking, why are you lying to yourself? But I know why they lie. They can't help it. The ego confirmed the lie. It makes you feel good, and you got a hidden agenda. I see a lot of women uh, getting involved with men. They don't like those men, but they they need to have somebody to control. But and they'll make up a lie. Oh, I love this man, but they want to control you, and they'll cater to you. They make you feel all, and they really know you're weak and no good. But they'll control you with it. They'll pretend to themselves. I like this man when they really got to, or they'll, or they'll play Christian. I've seen it. Women play it, and I'm counseling with some now. 
a whole lot of them right now. And they admitted they didn't, they didn't, they couldn't admit that before, but they saw what they were doing. They use the Bible. They do whatever it takes. And they'll tell themselves, oh, I'm doing this for the good of him and stuff. But they know they're lying. But they still go with the lie. Anybody ever done that? You lie to yourself. And you do something you know you're lying. And then you justify the lie. Anybody ever done that? So watch that, folks. Just watch it, but don't have an opinion about it. You're in that fallen state, but if you can see it, it's God who allow you to see it, and you're overcoming it. You really are. Just don't get mad at yourself. Don't judge yourself. It's hard to find a human being with the right intent, the right heart. That's why he will renew your mind and he renew your spirit. Because right now your mind is screwed up. And learning what I tell, what we talk about here and what you've heard or what you read is not going to change your heart. Only God can change it. All right? Any questions about that? Anybody doubt what I'm saying? You doubt what I'm saying? I have a okay, real fast. I was, I was going to ask you this uh, because I thought about it during the week, uh, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have a time. So... Uh, is, I was gonna ask you: is, is it okay for a man to cry? And if 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 it is okay, what's the right way to cry? Because this happened to me, right? I went back home, and 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 I'm I'm changing. I'm still with my mom. Still live with my mom, and I see now that what what that she still has singer and all that. And I try to help her, right? Whatever I know, I tell her, or or right. by example, or whatever. And then and then, but I see that she can't help her, and that makes me like you know, it hurts me in a way. You know, it makes me sad or whatever. It doesn't bother me a lot, but I in that day in particular, it did. And so I was like, I didn't know what to do. And, you know, I just went to my room and then I did the silent prayer. And, yeah. you know, I did that. And then I realized when I did that, uh, I, I just, I was still, I didn't have a lot of feelings. I didn't have feelings at all. But I saw that, I, I, I knew that I had, like, uh, how do you call them? Tears. I, I got tears, tears down. Yeah. And after, after that happened, I felt, I felt, I felt better. And I was, I was wondering, I didn't cry like crazy, oh, or nothing like that. Just like, you know. You didn't have like, snot running out. <laughs> <out. laughs> no. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Not that. Not that. That um, was fine. And so after that. that that's after, a natural cry. It mm-hmm. came and it went. Mm-hmm. Even Jesus, I read in the Bible that Jesus cried. And the reason he cried, because the people couldn't see. Yeah. He, you know, he didn't feel sorry for the people. It's just mm-hmm. that they couldn't see. Yeah. And I know what that's like <clears throat> when I see that people can't see. Mm-hmm. So you want people to be able to see because once you can see, then God does the rest. He controls you. Yeah. He'll and, guide you. Yeah, and I'm always trying to be careful with what I'm saying because I don't want, you know, my ego to speak. And and, and I feel like the ego and whatever uh, consciousness is, like, they're together. You know what I mean? Yes. And you have to, like, push it away. Well, and, what you do is just watch it, uh-huh. and eventually, uh, as your heart, your mind is mm-hmm. very new, you start to speak in the right way, not from the ego. Exactly. Okay. It, it, cool. You can't control that yourself. You mm-hmm. just need to see it. And seeing it is from God, and he's changing it. Yeah. Because then, it's a spirit. Right. And one last thing. <laughs> one last thing. Yeah. Right How before, old are you? Uh, 22. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right before, you know, coming coming in, inside, I was in my car, right? And I, I, I had nothing to do. I was like, oh, I was like 30 minutes uh, early. And I was like, oh, should I, should I go to McDonald's? Should I do something? And I, I thought, again, I just, oh, I'll just stay in my car. Can you guys hear in the back? A little louder. Oh, okay, yeah. So I, I, w- I was early here, and <laughs> and so I was like, I was find, trying to find something to do right before, you know, not to get bored. Like I'm sure you, you guys right. do the same. And and boredom said, is good. Huh? To be bored is good. Allow yourself to be bored. 
when boredom come, yeah. take it because that's where you can see yeah, that you're I, nothing. I realize that because before I used to play music in my car. Yeah. And then, but then I get tired of the music. Yeah. And, and I so so I did. I'm, I'm sorry. So I did that in my car, this lane period, and and I allowed my thoughts to go like do whatever they wanted, right? And then, and then I realized, like, oh man, this is not me. They, they, like, my thoughts say crazy things. Yeah. Things that I wouldn't say to nobody else, you know. Right? Yeah, that's right. And then, no, yeah, yeah, seriously. Isn't that true? That yeah. is so true, man. <laughs> and then, I, and then, and then I realized maybe I was doing it wrong because I, I was trying to suppress it. But then I kind of like just gave it permission to to say whatever it said. And then I, I swear, you know what I mean? Like, it's it, it's 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 a real thing. It it would even say like, oh, you're watching me. You're like you're watching. Uh, yes. You don't want to. You know what I'm saying. That's you know what amazing. Saying? Yeah, and then then is when you realize, okay, this is crazy, but it's not me. That's right. Mind blowing stuff. Absolutely, man. Yeah, you're on it. your way. Yeah, thank you. You're absolutely right about that. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. And one last thing. Can I say that one last thing? <laughs> one last question. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. One last thing. Okay. Let it go. Uh, uh. So you know about like the revelation and stuff like that. And what's thought and what's a revelation? Uh, for example, I, 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 when I watch videos on YouTube and I see like there's not a lot of people being conservatives, I just, I just don't even think about it. I just like see what we need more conservatives or, or people out there, uh, doing the right thing. Yeah. And so I just did it. I, on Friday, I took my, my cousin out. We were, uh, we went out and we made a video and everything, but I didn't think about it. And he was like, man, what are you going to do? What are you going to ask? And I was like, I don't know, man. Don't, don't ask too much. That's like, right. Uh, and so wow. we just went out there and we did it. And how old are you? Twenty two. Twenty two. Amazing. Yeah. I don't have a channel or anything, but uh, uh, but I have a video. It'll work itself out. Yeah, that. That's, that'll work. Yeah. Believe me, it'll work itself out. Yeah. Whatever is revealed to you, <clears throat> it, it'll work itself out. Yeah. It's already worked out, by the way. Matter of fact, you'll see the next thing to do. Awesome. Right. Yeah, that was it. And I know you had to laugh quickly. You had your hand up. Did you have your hand a while back? Yeah, I did. Real fast. Um, I know, Jeremiah. We gotta go. Um, it was just about the abortion stuff that um, I was, you know, seeing that people um, abort their child for promises. Like, there's a big propaganda thing where they say, like, your life will be better without the child. You'll get a better job. You won't spend so much money. Isn't that the same as sacrificing, like, to a demonic entity? Like, back in the day, like, back in the day, <laughs> yeah, they yeah. used to sacrifice their children for <laughs> treasures. You know, and they're doing the same thing today. Did you do that when you were born? No. That what I day is back? <laughs> like in ancient times. <laughs> oh, I thought you were back. No, days. no, no. In ancient times, oh, okay. like before Christ yeah. and even after Christ, really. You're right, but, but I got to end it. No, yeah, that's all I just want to say yeah. is not that And Joel had been wanting the last word. Joel wanted the last word for a while. He's been waiting a long time. Quick. Make it quick, yeah. Um, is, it, is it ego and selfish to take things personal? 100%. When you awaken, you never take, it's not even in your mind or in your body to take anything personal because you see that the people can't help it. You really do see that it's not them, but it's that thing that's made a home in them. Anyone who takes things personal have not, they're still asleep. So if you can't, say if you a person who can't necessarily see it in the moment or whatever the case is, it's, it's all about you if you're taking it personal. Yes. How you, okay. It's all about you. You don't care about that other person at all. But when you don't take it personally, you see what's going on. You're showing love to that person. Say that one more time. You know how people call me cool? Right. You know, I would give me, I gave Billy the cool train this week. Right. right. I called Billy a cool on the air. Because he was late or something. Uh, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, but 
I would never take anything personal. If Billy got mad, if he got mad about the coon thing, it would have been nothing. Because right. he can't help it. People of God, just, children of God, does not take anything personal. You just let the people suffer. And right. they don't listen. Right, right. All right? So we're like totally out of time again. And I'm going to be yelled at by the staff. They're going to say, oh, the video thing is too long. And all that good stuff. But I can't help it. People had needs here. So don't forget to, uh, if you need counseling, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. Uh, don't forget to donate, tithe, and offer to Barn as well. Uh, what else? Oh, this Thursday night is the first Thursday of the month for men only. Third Thursday for ladies only. There's a lady that want to speak to the ladies. Come to one of your meetings and talk. But I haven't allowed it to happen yet because I forget to ask the ladies, do you want a woman to come speak? Not, do you want a person to come speak? The ladies that are here that come to the meeting, you want a woman to come see to you? Oh, no, I never met her. Okay. All right. So they said no. But so we'll have it our meeting. And don't forget to do the silent prayer, folks, and watch yourself. It's more to it to just forgive. You got to see yourself so you see why you're forgiving. Not just because I said it, all right? And thank you for coming with questions and comments. Make sure you come with questions and comments. You don't need a leader, a physical leader. We're supposed to get together and fellowship together, edify one another. All right? Thank you for tuning in, and thank you all for coming. I absolutely appreciate it.